You're listening to Shifting Schools, episode 240. All right, welcome back to another Shifting Schools. I'm excited to be in this episode with Trisha, just Trisha and I, giving some Shifting Schools updates, getting some things off of our minds, and introducing you to our new 2023 protocols that Trisha has finished up in 2022, because that's how Trisha rolls. Trisha, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm really excited to share some news with our listeners. And some of the news that we're sharing is sort of like, you're the first to hear, listeners. But, um, you know, we love connecting with our podcast audience. So we wanted to give you kind of like priority access to some of the news uh, that will be revealed in the next year. And Jeff, this is actually the third year that we are releasing one of our free collections of protocols. So I I can't believe it's already been three years of us doing this. I wonder if you just want to chat a little bit about like, why protocols? Why are they valuable? Um, You you know, why, why are you a big believer in using them? Oh, I think, you know, for me, it's all about the structure. And the thing that I love is, Trisha, I use yours all the time when I'm running workshops and especially doing things virtually. You know, when it comes to to virtual trainings, uh, having a protocol that gives people a moment to stop and pause and gives them a frame and that you as the leader get to kind of set the structure for where you want that conversation to go. I think is so, so critical. And it's the same thing for in classrooms as well. You know, using a protocol when you want kids, instead of just saying, as you say all the time, does anybody have any questions? Or Mm -hmm. how did today go in class? Way different than if you say, hey, here's a protocol we're going to use. Pick one of these three sentence starters. And you, a lot of times, can take the mind into a different direction. And you just get deeper thought. I mean, protocols allow us to think deeper rather than just be like, well, today was okay. You know? Um, but yeah. And, and you know, again, the thing I love about these is they're meant to spark your creativity for you. You might not want the exact thing that that you've that you've created, Trisha. But there's even in this new guide, I've gone through it now a couple times and I'm looking at one, the one I want to share today. And I'm thinking like, oh, I might change that question just a little bit based on my audience uh, or based on grade level. Right. But everything else is there. It's set, you know, and it's got me thinking about how I might use that in different ways. How about you? What, what is it about protocols that you like so much? I mean, you make them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it it helps. um it helps get us out of like a cognitive rut. You know, mm-hmm. I, I do think if we want people to not just agree or to give what they might perceive to be like the correct answer, but we really want like diversity in ideas, protocols are great for, again, you can structure that. So you're, you're going to have that intellectual debate built in. But also, you know, my experience with middle and, and high school students is sometimes having a protocol is also a really great way to help them learn what it means to share the conversational space. And sometimes this is great for adult learners too. You know, Jeff, you and I work with uh, facilitators of professional learning all the time. And one question that I get really regularly is, well, what do you do if somebody's taking up all the space and not mm. leaving room for others? And I always ask, well, like, what are the structures that you have in place around conversations? Because if you don't have any, that is really likely to happen. You know, if you are just saying, well, tell us what you think, 
well, does that mean you want me to, you know, give you like a, a 10 minute um, yeah, right. a chapter on my thoughts? I'll protocols. tell you what I think. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> you know, protocols give very clear guidance. And I yeah. think also give some choice to folks in terms of, well, here, here's kind of the thinking that I'm interested in. And that's all of our protocols really, you know, we also refer to them as micro menus. It's about giving folks choice, support, and some direction in terms of um, how much sharing we're looking for. Yeah. And I think, you know, the idea of that these are micro menus, they are, they do give you choice. And we know choice equals agency. People feel like they have control when I'm giving three different options, not 17, three different options. Mm -hmm. And I only have to do one. And every time that I do this, even as I was going through today, I was like, that's the question I would answer because whatever mindset I'm in right now, that's the easy one for me. And we all want the easy one, right? Um, talk a little bit about in the this in this PDF, the protocols for 2023, we really focused on three main things. There are protocols for scaffolding collaborative learning, protocols around fostering belonging, and protocols around reimagining your approach to problem solving. And can you kind of talk about why did you narrow it down or why did we narrow it down to basically those three topics this for this this year? hundred percent. That was based on what we were hearing from, again, listeners, folks like you, subscribers to the free newsletter. Again, so I know that you and I say in almost every single episode, folks reach out to us, but we really do mean it. So those were some of the, the areas that people were looking for some help with. And I think collaboration is an art, right? Yeah. Um, and you can always get better at it. And whether your team is brand new, there are struggles inherent in helping folks learn to collaborate together in a new team. But also if your team has been together for 20 years, that can be challenging too, right? And I think protocols can also help a team that has a lot of experience together avoid just getting into a rut where perhaps there's one perceived leader. Um, you know, again, I think it's it's great for either either end of that spectrum. Jeff, I'm really curious to hear from you. We've got five. We're not going to talk about all five. Again, listeners, you'll be able to head to the show notes and download the collection to explore all five. But um, Jeff, if you had to pull one that caught your interest that you could see using, which is the one that um, kind of stood out to you? Yeah. So the one that stood out to me uh, has the the overarching question is, how might you create space to invite fresh perspectives to the table? And first and foremost, I one of the things I love is I have an instant, the reason why I picked this one, and I know this is it, like as I reflect on it, it's because I like fishing and it's all about fishing, fishing for fresh, fresh perspectives. And the three questions that are on this um, menu, this micro menu, are, are which questions can we ask in order to disrupt the current flow of idea? I love that when you have kids and we're hearing this from teachers, which is part of the reason why we're making these guides, is that kids are trying to solve problems and they get stuck and they don't know how to push through the problem solving process. So having a micro menu where maybe you just pause as a class and you ask kids, which questions can we ask in order to disrupt the current flow of ideas? I'm stuck thinking in one, I can't get past this one lane that I've gone down and just back up for a second. What are other avenues? The next question, what might be a current obstacle for voicing disagreements within our group or with something that is happening? And the last one is, which other motivations do we need to understand better? 
you know, what, what motivations within this, uh, within our group or within our system, are we, are we being motivated to be problem solvers, uh, and, and get to that final, that, you know, final destination. But, uh, you know, even in here, I love that you've put, you know, different ways you can use these menus. And one of the ones you could is, could you use this menu as an exit ticket prompt, uh, which I think would be great. You know, maybe you just had a, a, a team meeting and you'd like to get some feedback on where should we go next as a team. People can just write these down and, and send them in or write an email when they get back to the room or whatever it might be so that you as a, as a leader of a team have some feedback on, on what are in people's minds and, and where can you go from there. So that, that's the one that's that's really speaking to me in this moment as we're recording. How about you? What's one that, that you're really thinking about? Um, I am thinking about the third protocol in the guide. This is the one that is called Towards Turnaround Time Out. And the thinking with this protocol is that teams might actually use this as sort of like a, a checklist. So Jeff, if you and I were having a planning session, we would make it a goal that by the end of our 30-minute meeting, we would have had one towards moment, one turnaround moment, and one timeout moment. And we ah, make that cool. our goal, right? Um, so we would have, again, maybe at like the top of our agenda, we'd have this image or maybe uh, again, like in the space that we're meeting, I've printed it out. I have it on the wall. So it's visible that whole time. So the towards these again are, are kind of sentence starters. The towards would be, I sense we are moving towards a question about fill in the blank. Can we take more time on fill in the blank? So really this protocol is about like, let's, build in some pauses. You know, I think truly transformational collaboration only happens when you're willing to slow down. Mm. So the second option in this protocol menu is the turnaround. And that's asking, what might it mean if we turned around and rethought an assumption about fill in the blank? Because I don't know about you, Jeff, but I've been in meetings where in collaborative planning spaces where it's sort of like, you know, we're 45 minutes in and we've put together all of these pieces. And then it's only at the end that we realize, oh gosh, you know, we were making a pretty big assumption about something about yeah. maybe student understandings or student experience. So uh, again, maybe pulling that in towards the start time of our planning might be better. The last one is the timeout. So uh, this is where we're going to recognize and value what our colleagues are saying. So this prompt is what was said about fill in the blank is complex. I say this because I explain that. And then can we pause and reflect on? So for me, this is, again, you know, we talk a lot in education about how important listening is. So what are we doing to scaffold that process, right? And I'm seeing if I were using a protocol like this, not just with my colleagues, but maybe as the facilitator of student council or mm. yearbook group, having students model this kind of language as well, I think is a really great way to bake in that listening practice and they actually, you know, they have that script that's ready. They know I'm really going to pay close attention. I'm looking for something that's complicated. I love that. And, you know, there's so many different ways to use these protocols. And that's the other thing I love about the protocols you make, Trisha, is they, you can use them in your own team meeting as a, as a teacher, you can even try them out at a team meeting and say, Hey, I found these protocols. Let's try this in the meeting and see if we think this will work with our kids. What a great way to get your team members to, you know, Hey, we're going to try this out to see if it works with kids. And then, Oh, it also works out as a team as well to do those structures. Um, there's five of them total over in uh, this year's protocols for 2023. If you do use these, please do reach out and let us know 
if they worked, uh, if you changed them in some way, you know, Trisha makes, you spend so much time making these Trisha and thank you so much on behalf of everybody that I know is already using them. Um, but you know, it's always great to be motivated when somebody sends you a message saying, Hey, I use this today. Thank you so much. Or, you know, I, I, I changed it just a little bit and tweaked it for my fourth graders. And, and it, you know, this is, it was dynamite. So please do, if you do use any of our protocols, this or any of our other free resources do please just send us a shout out at info at shifting schools.com. Uh, the email comes to me, but I always forward them to Trisha. Uh, it just, it makes our day when we know that people are, people are, are, are using our stuff. You know, we give a lot of stuff away for free, um, via the podcast and, and through the website. And so it's just always nice when, you know, when you hear, when you hear from people and say, Hey, yeah, keep doing the good work. We're appreciating it. So, uh, info at shifting schools.com. Uh, but Trisha, that just gets us started in this episode of everything else that we're got going on. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about the podcast list that we have now over on the website? Yes. So, you know, listeners, you may notice we're trying to get a little more thematic with some of our episodes. So when folks reach out and they say, hey, we'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about social media. This past year, we said, okay, that's social media is a huge topic. Let's do a mini series. And we have a few mini series planned for next year as well. And we are always, always interested in what topics or themes or questions you want us to talk about. But this really encouraged us to look back at a lot of our episodes and see where we already kind of have these, um, you know, where we've covered a topic from a variety of different angles. So we have started to curate some playlists. So if you are really interested in the idea of the future of work, if you teach high school or if you are a parent or caretaker, I am so excited about that playlist. You know, I wish something like that existed when I was a high school student because what we have done essentially is sit down with professionals from a variety of some pretty impressive fields to talk mm. about the work they do and to talk about how the place that they're at in their career is really only possible because of certain skills. So Jeff, you and I talk a lot about collaboration, about soft skills. Every single one of those successful professionals talks about that. And I know sometimes, you know, as a teacher of teens, like it's great to be able to not just have us being the ones kind of preaching about, hey, you know, it's great to keep working on your practice as a collaborator, but to hear hear that from so many different people in so many different creative fields, I think um almost gives a little bit of like street cred to that message. Yeah, so true. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a big part of it. You know, we get asked as teachers all the time, why am I learning this? And how great would it be to say, well, here is a playlist of a bunch of professionals talking about why this is so important in the workspace today. So for those of you who are interested, uh, you head over to shiftingschools.com at the top. You can hover over the word podcast and you'll see a drop down there called pod list. And we are constantly putting together more pod lists. Uh, Trish has put together one that has all the authors that we have interviewed over the past years. Uh, we've got, and there's more coming. Uh, if there is a playlist that you're like, hey, could you guys find the seven episodes that you've done around X, Y, and Z? We, we'll, we'll throw one together for you. I also want to point out that over there, you'll notice that the playlists have all been made in Spotify. And Trish and I went back and forth about where to make these playlists. 
Uh, and we settled on Spotify for a couple different reasons. One, uh, it was easy to create. That's just be honest from our end. But two, I think the other thing is, is everybody knows Spotify. You know, we could have gone with something a little bit lesser, but everybody knows Spotify. And I'm going to guess that most students already have the Spotify app on their phone. If that's the case, you can grab the link and we've got the link over there. You put that link inside your Google Classroom, inside your Canvas page. The students could click on it from their phone and it loads right in Spotify on their phone. If kids are going to have earbuds in, why don't we give them something to actually listen to that you know might deal with our class? So again, it's all through Spotify. If you have Spotify in your classroom, you can listen to them in your classroom. Again, it runs through the Spotify app on your phone uh, and the link is there. Kids click on it. It's free. You don't have to have a Spotify account. It's just really slick, really easy. So that's why we've got that over there as well. Also, we've set up a new page on our website underneath podcast as well. And it's our offers page. You'll start hearing about it if you haven't heard it already in the podcast. We are uh, getting more and more sponsors, which is great. Hopefully you are enjoying hearing from some of the sponsors. As Trisha puts in our newsletter, uh, this newsletter and this podcast is free for you, but it's not free to make. Uh, So we're trying to get some sponsors to offset some of the costs for that. So please do, you know, visit our sponsors. Um, you just do us a favor by giving them a shout out on social media if you're using any of them. Uh, and with that, today's sponsor again is Quizalize. We're really proud that Quizalize will be with us through the month of May. You're going to be hearing more about Quizalize. So a shout out to them for being a partner. You can get one month free of their premium service when you visit the link in the show notes or you go over to our website. And I would love to hear from teachers. I would love to do some sponsorships. If you are a teacher that is using Quizalize with your students, could you drop us a voice memo? There's a way to do that right on the front page of shiftingschools.com. You'll just scroll down a little bit and it says, leave us a voice memo and you click the record button and record your voice. We'd love to have you on the show or just tell us, what do you like about Quizalize.com? And we can work that in. It's always good when we as educators share our experiences with each other. Uh, Trisha and I really appreciate Quizalize.com. I believe it's a, a fantastic program. It gives teachers the data they want. It engages kids. They've just come out with some new games. They've got one all around the World Cup that just came out uh, with that being popular right now and some other, uh, some other great things. So uh, just be looking for that. Again, you can find all those offers. We've got offers from them. We've got offers from Moat. We've got offers from Prezi Video. Uh, we've also, Trisha, started to create a list, and maybe you can talk about this, of not only do we have the playlist of all the authors that we've interviewed, but now over on the offers page, we've got links so you can go uh, buy their book and go back and, and even just click on one individual episode, listen to them too. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, and you know, that, that playlist of our authors, that's not us saying, Hey, these are the best books or the only yeah. books, but we know that many schools want to update their professional learning library. And those authors that we've spoken with, you know, we really believe that those books do have a, a you know, a lot to say. It's a great benefit to have them on your PL library. So it's, again, it's not a prescriptive or an exhaustive list by any means, But if you are just thinking, I'd love to maybe organize a teacher book group, or I'm trying to find a few new titles to add to our PL list, I think that curated list um, is a good place to go. And again, we've taken some of the heavy lifting out by also making sure that we've included, here's where you can grab the book too. 
Yeah. So that's all over there at the offers page, or you can go to shiftingschools.com slash offers, or again, click on podcast and you can get to the page that way. Uh, and give us any feedback or if there's other things over there, uh, or if there's, you know, if you have a company that you think would make a great sponsor, we're always uh, looking for that too. So please, again, info at shiftingschools.com. Uh, we, we would appreciate that. All right, Trisha, we've got two things to announce that we're only announcing on the podcast. You're not going to find them on the website. They're not out on social media yet, but we've got two things that we're thinking about for the new year coming up. And we're going to need feedback from our listeners on, should we even do these things? So Trisha, do you want to talk about thing? Number one, our shifting professional learning cohort. What's our idea around this cohort? So Jeff, you know, when we share our free guides, some folks do reach out and they let us know I've used this or I, I've used that protocol. And overwhelmingly, the most responses that we get are in regards to the protocols that we share in the free guides and on our social media. And I started noticing a lot of people saying, you know, I, I need to add to my repertoire. I am a leader of professional learning on my campus. I'm a middle leader or, you know, I am that person who always gives workshops around topic X and I want to take my game to the next level. Um, you know, I'm just looking for some help with that. And we started to notice a theme and we know that getting better at facilitating professional learning is really tough, right? So Jeff and I are putting together a special cohort that is small because we really believe it's such a context specific yeah. task, right? And you're going to need a right. lot of Everybody's got a unique situation, right? Totally unique situation. Um, and so the idea is we're going to have a small cohort where we're really going to focus in on your specific goals, your specific needs. And your style, because the reality is, you know, you could try to sign up for a course about facilitating professional learning, but Jeff, like even though you and I have very similar philosophies around professional learning, we have very different styles and we yeah. don't necessarily, you know, want our cohort to be about, hey, copy paste, take on this style or take on that style. It's not about that. It's how can you leverage your strengths and why are those the strengths that your community needs? So if you are a leader of professional learning, or if you know that that's something that you would like to do, you can reach out to us, info at shiftingschools.com. We are going to keep that cohort small. So we wanted to let our podcast family kind of hear about it first. If that's something that you are really interested in, please reach out to us, uh, info at shiftingschools.com, and we'll get you the details before they go live. Uh, so that, again, you get kind of priority to one of those seats. So, you know, Jeff, you and I have been facilitating professional learning for a very, very long time. We're passionate about it. And I think I can speak for both of us when I say there's always more to learn and there's huge value in having a community to do that learning with. Yeah. And I think there's just also, you know, we talk about the reason why we want to keep it small is everybody is in a unique situation. I know that there are some, you know, coaches or those that are running professional development trainings for districts now that are doing more virtual than they are doing face to face anymore, because after the pandemic, we realized we can. And, you know, I'm here in Seattle, where I know Seattle Public Schools with traffic, they've moved a lot of their professional development uh, online, because, 
teachers just don't want to spend an hour and a half and two hours in traffic. And, and that's big Seattle. I mean, I know there's smaller communities or people that are in rural settings that are ex- exact same thing. So professional development and giving those trainings has also changed. And I think we are all just, you know, want to get better at giving professional development in multiple different ways. Uh, and, and that's really what the cohort's about is we just want to be here to support you. Uh, and, and maybe pass along some of the things that Trish and I have learned doing, you know, thousands of hours of professional training at this point and, and just support you in coming up with maybe your own protocols that you need um, or other structures that we can help put in place around what are the ways that you do professional learning. So if that's something that sounds like, you know what, I'd love to to dig in with this with Jeff and Trisha and, and be in a small cohort. We have not worked out all the details yet. Uh, we're really much in the brainstorming phase because we want to see, is this something that people even want? And if it is, we will absolutely 100% do it. So you need to let us know. Uh, let us know if this sounds like something that you're interested in or somebody at your school district might be interested in, and we will make it happen for you. All right, next announcement, Trisha, and I'm going to put this one on you because you've been after me for over a year now <laughs> to do this. Which, so. is, which is which is true, and I will own that, and that's because, you know, <laughs> Jeff, I am so, so grateful for how much you have helped and supported me when I sort of made a pivot into doing consultancy work. It was scary. Uh, you know, there's not necessarily a lot of sharing around how you get started in that space. There's not really uh, many places that you can go to connect with others to talk about just some of the the mistakes that you could make or, you know, uh, how do you build your menu? How do you network? How do you figure out what you want your voice to be as a uh, educational consultant leader? And I've learned so much from you. And I know, Jeff, that you have so much to teach others. So uh, f- folks, I kept saying, Jeff, you've got to put something together that's organized, because I know that you, again, you've got a lot to give. You've been in that space. You've been leading in that space for a really, really long time. And I just think it's time to make some of that accessible because I know there's a lot of other people out there that would have had that same experience I did where, whoa, this is scary. Can I really do this? I'm having some of these doubts. And the power of having a coach, a mentor, a guide, um, I think that makes just like a difference that is beyond description. So Jeff, we are offering a presale on what you have to offer, which um, I think is pretty cool. Like, and again, listeners, you're some of the first folks to hear about this. So Jeff, talk to us a little bit about the presale, what's included, uh, what can other folks who, again, might've been in that position I was in where you want to get started as an educational consultant and you want some support, what's that support going to look like? Yeah. And so we have a working title right now. We, Trisha and I have been batting around titles, what to call this. Um, and so if you've got a better title, please throw that out for us too, because uh, that's where we're at. But this is how we do things. So first and foremost, right? Uh, our, our thing over here at Shifting Schools is fell, fell fast, fell loud. And you're in the middle of that now as podcast listeners, right? That innovative mindset, uh, that uh, growth mindset that we're, we're, we're just seeing what's out there. So for no, for just for what we have, We're just calling this right now the Educational Consulting Mastermind. And what I have done is I have started just uh, with Trisha and Chrissy and others' help is I just sat down and I started outlining, okay, here are the things that 
I wish I would have known when I got started or here are the things that I've supported other consultants who have gotten started to make the shift with. I started outlining some things, kind of put some structure to them. And then I just started recording podcasts because apparently I'm not good at a lot of things, but I, I can talk. So uh, it's a podcast series that is a private podcast series that you will you can purchase. And once you purchase the podcast, they automatically go into Apple iTunes, Google, like you decide how you want to listen to them. And so they're on your phone and you can go through them however you want. Most of them are between somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes. I tried to keep them between 15 and 20 minutes. Each episode comes with a little homework that you need to do. Some of them might be buying a book. Some of them might be watching a video. Uh, you get a free copy of my book, Reach, that came out in 2010, um, is, is included in that as well. With that, we're going to set up a, a Slack a private Slack community where you will have access to myself and Trisha and the rest of the cohort uh, as a place for us to bounce ideas off in real time and be thinking about uh, what are those, you know, what are the, uh, what are the things that we need to, uh, that I can help you with, you know, in the moment uh, as well. And my hope with the podcast is, is I've got uh there are, I think there are five or six episodes already uploaded in. I've got three more episodes to uh, that are already scripted out that I need to do. And when I say scripted, they're just bullet points. So you hear me kind of off the cuff, kind of thinking out loud uh, about some of these things. But my goal is, is as we get into this and we start the mastermind, if there are questions that keep coming up, I'll just keep making those into podcasts. And so you're going to be able to purchase this uh, mastermind podcast series and have access to it forever. And if this is something that takes off, I just keep adding episodes saying, hey, Trisha asked a question about, should I set up an LLC or an S Corp? And what's the benefits of setting up one or the other? Do I need to set up an LLC right away? How much do I charge? How much do I know how to charge? How do I negotiate a price? Um, what's the different prices that you do for conferences versus for a school district? Uh, these are just some of the things that we were already, you know, are already in the episodes that you can do also around. How do you do a presentation? You know, the way you run a workshop with teachers in your district is different than giving a keynote is different than going to a state or national conference. Uh, and so we talk about some of that stuff in here as well. So I try to cover everything that people have asked me over the years. Um, you know, at, at my heart, I've, I'm a teacher. I've always been a teacher. And if I've got knowledge that I think others can use, I'm putting it out there. So we're calling it the Educational Consultant Mastermind Class. It will be a, a Slack community, a private podcast group for you. I'm sure with Trisha's help, there'll be a bunch of PDFs coming that'll help walk you through some of your ideas as we get into it. Um, but just some way for us to come together and for me to support. If you are thinking of becoming an educational consultant, if that's something that interests you or you want to go out and better uh, and, and be thinking about starting your own company. I have started a company. I've started every type of company you can start. I've started a S Corp or a C Corp that had international stockholders. I've had an S Corp. I've had LLCs and LLPs uh, with Kim Cafino back in the day. You know, we've, we've done it. We've done it all. So a uh, nonprofit with learning to, you know, learning to.org coming to Bangkok for those international mm -hmm. teachers back in November, quick shout out. But, um, you know, and so I've, I've just got some, I've got a wealth of information around getting started with that. So my goal is just to help and support others and getting started. So I don't know if that's what you wanted me to say, Trisha, but that's kind of where we're at. I that guess. That was it. I'm really excited about it, Jeff, because I do think it's such an intimidating jump to make, but the reality is it doesn't have to be right with mm. The support with the community, with a mentor, um, I think you will 
it's you get so many shortcuts, right? Like, uh, you yeah. know, in getting a preview of some of those episodes, I was thinking about, gosh, I made a number of mistakes and that's okay, right? But yeah. I definitely could have saved a lot of time and energy. And I think um, it's always good to save on those things. So folks, if you have been thinking about taking that leap, um, I really can't think of a better mentor to have by your side when you take well, it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, well, happy holidays to you, my friend. Um, we are recording this right before kind of the holiday break. This is uh, episode 340. I believe that's what it is, right? 340, 340 episodes. My goodness. How did we ever do that, Trisha? We've been we've been on a roll here. Uh, we've got some great episodes coming up for you over the holiday break. We're not going to take it off. We've already got a you know some great things already recorded. We want to re-release some of our favorites of the year. Uh, so you might be getting a couple episodes a week. You've got some time off here if you just need to you know go back and listen to some of our favorite episodes. And we are going to continue with I think just looking forward with where the podcast is headed. You know, Trisha and I as Trisha said, we've had people reach out to us and we put together these mini series and we need to know, do you like those? Do you like these mini series that we focus in on? You know, we've got a couple coming up. Trisha, do you want to talk about in 2023, we've already started to record some of the mini series uh, for 2023. Do you want to maybe give a little preview of, of what's coming up? Absolutely. So the two mini series that we have almost completed, we have one that is on maker education slash STEM. Um, and I want to point out, you know, I am not an educator with expertise in either of those. So what we wanted to do with the mini series is have a perspective that's both for folks who are very passionate, very experienced in those areas, but also take the perspective of why do I need to know a little bit more about MakerEd or what can I learn about MakerEd and 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 STEM from a different subject area. So again, if you if you hear me say that's the mini series coming up and you're thinking, well, oh I don't teach those. I'm out. Uh, I, I think we have a very interdisciplinary approach to it. And again, mm. touching into the the soft skills, right? And and what what comes out of there. The other mini series is also about early years education. And also, I'm not an early years educator, Jeff. <laughs> you aren't either. I think we've we've shared that experience yeah. of like, whew, it's uh, it is tough to teach that level, right? Like I find it intimidating. I think I'm speaking for both of us. So I will also say that that mini series, while great for folks who are in that part of the school, we also take the perspective, what can folks from the outside also take away from early years educators? Um, you know, one of the episodes talks about self-regulation. And as that practitioner was walking us through what she does with her students, I'm thinking that would have been great for my high school students. Heck, yeah. it's great for me as uh, as as an adult learner too. So really looking forward to those mini series coming out. So yes, please do let us know. Feedback matters to us. If there's a mini series that you would like, or if you're thinking no more mini series ever, uh, we're open to any feedback <laughs> that you have to share with yeah, us. Yeah, that's good feedback too. We'll, we'll take that sure. feedback. Uh, we'll take that feedback as well. So, well, I hope uh, people have uh, appreciated this, just kind of a behind the scenes on thinking and some things that are coming up. You know, as Trisha has alluded to a couple times, you are our podcast family. Uh, we really appreciate you sticking with us. Uh, there's been some, there was some great, I don't even have those in front of me here. I should pull those up. Uh, 
uh, so give me a second here. I wasn't ready to do this, but oh yeah. Uh, Spotify gave us some of our cool little things. Spotify did this Spotify wrapped around your podcast this year um, and told us a couple of the cool little things about our podcast. So I think as a podcast family, it's kind of good for you to know. Our, uh, so you're going to be hearing this episode because Trisha and I are putting this episode in here between now and the end of the new year. But our number one top episode of the year was should cell phones be allowed in class? And that doesn't surprise me, Tricia, just because we know cell phones right now are a hot topic. And so we're going to re-release that one here uh, so you don't have to go back and find it in the archives. And I'm going to add a little, I want to change the beginning, well, not change. I want to add a different beginning because when we recorded this back in, I want to say it was June or something like that. It was over the summer, that's right, yeah. Yeah, we need to be thinking about this cell phone thing. And there's been things that have come out in the news since then. And I think we just, I want to just structure our listening a little bit different as we hear it a second time. And so be, be looking for that as well. We're going to update that as well. Uh, the Spotify has given our uh, listeners their own personality. So I don't know if you know this uh, family of podcast listeners, but your listener personality is the enthusiast. And it says your listeners are super fans. When their favorite podcast releases a new episode, they're among the first to know going above and beyond to show their support. So we appreciate that uh, as well. Um, The other thing I thought that was really interesting is this year, Shifting Schools released 48 episodes. It'll be more than that by the end of the school. We did over one a week. Uh, It included over 1,500 minutes, Tricia. That's just unbelievable to me. Uh, We have been listened to in 23 different countries. So shout out to those those of you in other countries as well. Uh, We really appreciate it. We know, uh, I think our second country is Australia and our third country is Canada. That's probably because of all the influence you have up north there, Trisha. Uh, you know, you've covered both sides. Just this year, you've moved from, you know, Vancouver to Ontario. You, you've covered both sides of the country. So I'm sure that's why we've got a bunch of Canadian uh, listeners up there. Too. I definitely cannot take all of the credit for that. <laughs> but, um, you know, Spotify did also tell us, I, I think it was, uh, we had a, a big, big spike of new listeners. So if you're yeah. new to the show this year, we'd also love to hear from you in terms of like, what, what brought you to the podcast? And again, what are some of the conversations that, We'll keep you listening to our show. Again, we put the show together for the listeners. You know, Jeff, you and I could talk and not have it be recorded, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we really do want to produce something that when you give us your time each week, you feel like that time has been really valued. So the more information you can give us in terms of what you want from that hour each week, we will we'll really do our best to try and um, and meet your needs and honor your time. Yeah. Well, Trisha, I think that should wrap up episode 340 here as we get ready to uh, head into winter break. Uh, Again, there will still be episodes coming out. Trisha and I just wanted to take this episode to kind of give you some updates that are happening over at Shifting Schools. Mention these new offers, our Shifting Professional Learning Cohort uh, that we're hoping to get started in the new year, and then the Educational Consulting Mastermind. So if if either one of those interests you, please do reach out to us, uh, let us know, and we will uh, make sure to get you on the list and, and keep you updated on, on where we go with those things. So, uh, Trisha, any final words? Just, I hope that, um, again, those of you who are getting ready to head into a break, you get the rest that you deserve. 
Um, and again, just thank you. Every time you're giving up that hour to spend with us, uh, we, we do really, really appreciate it. So thank you for listening. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. We really appreciate all of you, our podcast family, our shifting schools family. Uh, we really are honored that you do trust us with your time and energy and hope that we give value to you back. So from both uh, Trisha and myself here at Shifting Schools, thank you so much. And until next time, we'll see you on the network.